everyone. So my name's Annie, and my question for the week is how did Rock of Love not get sued by The Bachelor? Because I've been watching it, and they really just cut and paste. Oh, yeah. It's the same concept. Same with um, Flavor of Love, mm-hmm. I Love New, New York. York. I Love New York. Probably Tila Tequila's one as well. But I was I was surprised because they even down to the date cards, baby. Down to the date cards. <gasps> Hello, we have a Rosie. visitor today. Rosie, Rosie says Little hi. Rosie Posey. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I watched I Love New York this summer, and it was unreal in the best way. I miss that stuff back when people were like okay with being ridiculous on yeah the internet, it was like yeah or not on the internet yeah. on TV because you couldn't find them on the internet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know only your friends and I family I love New York knew. was wild it was wild I have really some wine though. today so some water I thought about having a drink but I figured it will just help today. oh I know it'll just help me as I get befumbled. Yeah. Should we start off with some tea? Sure. I don't really know much tea besides I feel like we need to address Tyler and Matt being idiots again. Uh, um, really? It just frustrates me so much. So basically what happened was they went to the Super Bowl, right? I don't know. I just I, I literally know. sent you that Reddit. I didn't investigate yeah. it at all, which is pretty bad <laughs> of me. <laughs> um, well, I think they went to the Super Bowl and then afterwards they were spotted at a club in Florida. Also, two people that were spotted at a club in Florida were Kelly Thank and you. Peter. We yes, can talk about, about to that say. too. But like, we're in a pandemic. We're in you a don't pandemic. need to go pandemic. Also, it's worth mentioning. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Rachel. Let's do it. Let's discuss it. So yeah, today there was the interview with Rachel, other Rachel, not Rachel, Rachel Lindsay. There was that interview. Sorry, my oh my gosh. My oh my gosh was with the was the interview, the brief snippet I saw of the interview with Chris Harrison. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. That's what I meant. Yes. Okay, yes. Did she interview Chris? Is that what happened? interviewed him okay i literally only saw a snippet of chris talking and it was very dumb and i couldn't get through it it's so bad um so yes so rachel 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 not rachel Lindsay. rachel on this season rachel k rachel k prior to this interview with chris harrison there's been a lot of stuff said about her um i don't know if i want to call them like rumors or accusations or just stuff yeah um but ranging from like tiktoks being like oh my god she used to bully me for liking black guys to photos of her dressed in a native american costume which isn't cool well obviously it's also not cool to bully someone for Mm -hmm. liking black men but we have an actual photo of the native american one it's not Mm -hmm. just an a accusation or rumor we have word actual of mouth. evidence yeah word of mouth and then there's things about her liking friends posts with like maga going on and the most recent one was a old old row i don't know old even know. south she went to an old south formal like a fraternity's formal that was titled the old south formal Anyways, okay. Well, they wore like plantation dresses. 
was it uh, at a plantation? Was at a plantation. Where did she go? Did she go to Alabama? Is it bad that I, I assume, assume it's Alabama? I assume. One sec. I know she's from Georgia. Okay. Where did Rachel Kirkconnell go to college? It's one of the stop toppings. Georgia College. Okay. Georgia College and State University. Interesting. So then Rachel and Chris had an interview. Rachel Lindsay and Chris had an interview and she brought that up and it feels like it, the I literally could not bring myself to watch the clip, which I know is bad of me, but he basically just was like, that happened three, they're bringing up things that she liked three years ago or whatever. He just brushes it off way too casually. Yeah. Well, first it starts off by he's like, oh, well, this was five years ago. Yeah. And, and then it was not, Rachel's it was literally like, like two. Yeah. Rachel's like, no, it was 2018. And yeah, it's we're literally two months into 2021. Yeah. So like it might as well be two years ago. Um, and so Rachel's like, no, it was 2018. Even if it was. And also, even if it was five years ago, like that's not that much time. Exactly, which goes into something Chris says where he's like, oh, well, is it not good for 2021 or is it not good for 2018? Neither. So, like, not a good look for one of those. And it's like, doesn't look good any year. It doesn't yeah. look good if you did that in, like, 2010. It doesn't look good if yeah. you did that in 1980. I don't Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's not a good look. No. No matter what year it is. And she brought up – I saw something that she said, like – why can't why can Reddit find this like find this dirt on um a like contestants and the producers yeah. can't no or they do and they just don't care yeah which it's probably that exactly um I don't know yeah um, I don't know I'm interested to see how this continues to play out but do we even think she's with Matt because his charcuterie boards are telling That's us? Tra- excellent transition, Annie. <laughs> Matt James is single. This is not a spoiler because there is absolutely no evidence of it besides the clear evidence of his insane TikToks he's been posting. Yes. His, as he calls them, charcuterie. Right? I think no, he says charcuterie. That's the right word. No. That's the that's a correct word. No, it's shark shark wait, 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 wait. Charcuterie wait, wait. is the word, is the regular normal oh, word. Okay. <laughs> I but I feel like he's saying in. something he so says it differently, but he, he says it differently, but charcuterie would be the correct word. Charcuterie. That feels wrong. Saying it. I'll go look it up. Saying it as many times as I just did feels wrong. But Matt Here, I'll says I'll pull it, it up right now. Weird. My inspiration for this charcuterie board was Star Wars. Charcuterie. He says he says charcuterie. Maybe he's like me. And he's like, that sounds wrong. Um, but anyway, so Matt is unhinged on TikTok. And I think that they're all a part of a brand deal because he always has that hummus in every single one yes, of them. Yes, the Ithaca hummus. The Ithaca hummus. He's clearly no doing a good job it. with his brand deal because I exactly remember the name of it and I've never seen that hummus <laughs> in my life. Exactly. I'm sabra until I die. But I know this one now. And he's just been making these the most charcuterie, these charcuterie boards that, like, not only are they funny because he's like, "Oh, I'm making a cookie." He has a lot of personality board. in him. Yeah, and he's like kind of weird. He's kind of goofy. I, I actually talked about that later in my notes, like how Good. I feel like they're basically they're bloopers. 
the bloopers of him and I feel like his TikTok have shown such a side of his personality that the show has shown none of. Yes, which leads me to my next point, which is wouldn't it be beautiful if after all of this we really learn that this season was about friendship and it's about him and Tyler because their up. TikToks together are so well, adorable. Of the very little screen time Tyler got in this episode, he doesn't pick Tyler in the end. That's what they want you to think. Um, but their TikToks are so cute. Like it's them dancing around wine drunk. Tyler's yeah, in, like, they're the bros for packet. sure. They're like they're they're family. They're more than buddies for sure. Yeah. And I know last week we just roasted them for living in that dorm room, but We're, we get to continue to roast them. They went to a a club during a pandemic in Florida. See, that's the thing. Um, I'm never just gonna be happy with that. Oh, that sounds so What's bad. That thing that we learned at <laughs> bleep. Put a bleep over this part. What's the thing that we learned at? Um. That was like constructive feedback, not like um, radical candor. Radical candor. <laughs> we we here at Befumbled believe our principles are um, aligned with radical candor. radical candor towards <laughs> towards Tyler C and Matt James. No, that to is everybody our- to all of Bachelor oh. Nation. Oh yeah, all of Bachelor Nation. I will sing their praises one day and happily roast them the next. Because they, I'm not just gonna like worship someone. No, that's speaking lame. of people whose personalities did not come out at the show, but then did afterwards. Um, I just want to bring up that yesterday, Lauren Bush, not Bushnell, dang it, Lauren, Lauren however you say, you, yeah, however you say their last name, her How, baby daddy, Ari, oh posted the stupidest Instagram story I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. He's so, so close to getting it. So they had an appointment yesterday to see the babies. It was just a like a classic mm-hmm. C-section. No, what? It was a classic um a classic sonogram. C-section. Open them up. You guys, it's all it's too late for this. It was a classic sonogram and he was not able to go in because of this thing called COVID. And he posted a story and saying that he didn't get a go because he's just the dad and then said this sentence within that post it was a story the sentence literally word for word honestly men are being discriminated against buddy buddy the thing is he's so close to understanding because another part of his post was like it's so crazy that we can have twenty five thousand people at the Super Bowl, but, like, I can't go in to see my babies. And I'm like, you're really close to getting it, bud. Yeah. Like, you're so – but then he, of course, derailed it by then being like, yeah. man, I'm discriminating. Like, the content that you were going to see, I guarantee Lauren is able to get a photo or a video of it. Yeah. And bring it back to you. Yeah. I don't know. Um, It's just – I feel for them though, because that sucks. That does like, suck. I'm not gonna say that doesn't suck, but when you have a platform yeah. like that, you can't get on there and no. say something that tone deaf. Yeah, as people are suffering across the country mm-hmm. and the world with people far worse, to, like see their parents. Yeah, people and, haven't gotten to see family members while they're dying from COVID. Yeah. Don't be mad right now and say that you're being discriminated against. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. Um and. Ari's just oh Chris Harrison has now come out and apologized I'm I was looking up I was going to confirm who got sent home 
But there's a U.S. or an Us Weekly article. Chris Harrison apologizes for speaking in a manner that perpetuates racism during an interview with Rachel Lindsay. So he's apologizing for his interview today. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm glad he did. Um, Because there were people circulating. Yeah, people were circulating petitions to get him replaced. Did you see that? That was crazy. Well, it makes sense. You can't just say that. I'm sorry. I just got a Reddit notification that this girl tweeted. There will always be people who cross the line from fair criticism to harassment online, but there are plenty of the Bachelor friends of the Bachelor fans who have expressed upset about Rachel's past actions from a place of good faith and a love for the show. To pretend otherwise is so insulting. Also, at the Rachel Lindsay is so generous and giving to this franchise. We do not deserve her. And Rachel responded, my days are numbered. Yeah, literally. Yeah, what would you give to a franchise that has like apologized and aw- rewarded people who are problematic? Yeah, just thinking about how I mean, this just tells me I've already had my gut feelings about Rachel ending up far for whatever reason. This just like confirms it even more to me because if she was some if she was a woman that was leaving in a couple episodes, would they be having Chris Harrison go on to defend her? No. She's someone that sticks around, and that's why he's going on there, and he's going on there and trying to make up for what she said. Because, like, because not not only is it the fact that, that she is taking part in these traditions and these acts that, like, they're not just microaggressions they could be considered i would consider it like a full aggression to go and have like a party at a plantation where people were tortured and enslaved like no that's not yeah if you are just able to like overlook that then i don't even know what to say this whole thing is just "Mm, there's something about her i don't like um and that goes back even before this i've said this before i feel like i wouldn't i feel like i wouldn't um like, if I saw – I really – this is my test of people. It is called the bar bathroom test. And it's when I see someone and I see them speak and I see – and I, like, feel their – this sounds so dramatic. I feel their energy. I'm like, how would this person treat me in a bar bathroom? Mm-hmm. Women-wise. And so, like, there are women on this season. Like, Katie. I feel like if I saw Katie in the bar, Brie. I would be, like – I would be I would be like crying to my friend like oh my god should I text him and she would like Brie or mm-hmm. Katie would like come up to me drunk and be like no you're so much yeah. better than him you don't do that you're beautiful I feel like if I was crying and doing that with Rachel Rachel be would like, be like what and like yeah. just keep washing her hands and ignoring me and being like oh my god this crazy girl but yeah I don't know that's yeah. that's how I feel all right okay so get into it Okay, everybody. So I watched this week. Annie did not. Annie, what have you heard about t- this week's episode? Um, I know Heather comes back in a minivan, mm-hmm. I believe, but I already knew about the minivan. Um, what else do I know? I know Tyler's there. Mm-hmm. Piper has a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Okay, <laughs> let's get into it. So, the cold open, which is the new thing. I can't get over it. The cold open is Heather arriving. So, we're going to get right into some roses and some thorns. One of which Good. you already know, unfortunately. The minivan. 
the minivan. One of saw them. She it and I, up and I kept it in my brain. Number two, she's wearing a mask while talking to the front gate employee because it's like a resort. And so there's like a gate. And she comes up. This is, and then, okay, so that's number two. She's wearing a mask while talking to the front gate employee. Number three, the conversation goes like this. Hi, my name is Heather Martin, and I'm here to talk to Chris Harrison. He, the guy calls him up. Mr. Harrison, there's a Heather Martin here for you. Heather Martin? What the bleep is she doing here? I'm... I think the mask is a lie. I don't... <laughs> that was kind of just a funny one. So that's how it starts. She drives up Chris Harrison, and they call Chris Harrison. Okay. You know, no. they just have Chris on speed dial. Yep. So now we're back. Rewind. We're... We are at the two-on-one with MJ and Jasenia <gasps> before the rose ceremony. I forgot about this. I really like MJ's blazer dress. I need to say that. Yeah. Everyone is in agreement that MJ needs to go home. She Jasenia tries to talk. MJ immediately cuts her off. And MJ goes, you tried to put my character into question. And Jasenia goes... Your actions put your character into question. And just this like whole interaction, it's like MJ knows that she's in the wrong and she's freaking out, just like what happened last week with some of the girls. And Jasenia is like pissed that she's in the situation. You can tell that she's upset, but she knows that like she is in the right here. Yeah. Yeah. And so Matt talks to, so Matt comes in and he goes and takes Jasenia first and listens to her side of the story. And she just basically tells him that MJ's been lying, she's been toxic, she's been mean, etc. Um, and MJ, they're like, while this is happening, they're flashing to MJ, like, and um, talking to the cameras. And she's, like, just saying all these things about, like, I can't stand her, she's a bitch, she won't get away with this. Like, talking to herself, kind of, and sometimes talking to the camera. And then... It just is very interesting to me because it's, like, all about her being wronged and, like, there's very little conversation of, like, how this is, like, her potentially losing her relationship with Matt. Like, it's not really about that. Um, and then she's, like, doing this in the in the camera and then all of a sudden she's, like, okay, I had a weak, bi- a weak bitch moment and now I'm back. And then all of a sudden she's, like, on again and she's, like, super, like, I'm a strong bitch, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, okay, like, yes, but, like normally people say that if they are in the wrong like they've been hurt or something not when yeah. they're like being being told that like what they did was wrong you know yeah. like there's a difference weird so then matt pulls mj aside to talk so just then he comes back he talks to mj my next we're going right into more roses and thorns oh my god are okay three lines and i want you to decide which of these lines is fake? They're not – one of them is not of complete thought, and I apologize, but you'll get the idea. Which one of these is fake? Number one, the girls have told me I've been the nicest person in this whole house the entire time. Number two, I've had such a huge heart. Number three, the fact that Jasenia said I was lying when I was trying to bring the whole group together. Would you like me to reread those? No, because I think it's the biggest heart one. Nope. That's (gasps) true. She said, I've had such a huge heart to him. She also said the fact that Jasenia and I, the the fact that Jasenia said I was lying when I was trying to bring the group together was also true. She did not say the girls have told me 
I've been the nicest person. When I was trying to bring the group together by pinning us. She said that. She said that. An entire group of people. Yeah. So he brings her back and then he's like on it. He's he goes off to contemplate. So then they try to like MJ like tries to start talking to her again and like get her all riled up. And it's just like Jesenia is like. Like, you can tell she's getting upset because it's, like, a tense situation, but, like, she's clearly still, like, I know that, like, you're in the wrong, I'm in the right situation. Like, she's so unbothered. So then Matt picks it. He comes back in. He's like, I've had some time to think about it. He picks up the rose, and he tells MJ he cannot give her the rose, and he walks her out. And then they, like, cut to all the girls coming into the cocktail party, being like, I need this time with him, blah, 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 blah. And then there's no rose, and they're like, oh, did Jasenia get it or not? Like, I don't know if MJ got it. Like, maybe they both didn't get it. And then Jasenia walks in with the rose. So they didn't show him giving her the rose, but he got the rose. Okay. So then Chris comes in and tells them that they're going straight to the rose ceremony. No cocktail party. And they are freaking out. Oh, my God. Ryan is, like, bawling. And Serena C., in front of everybody, blames it on Katie and was like, I feel like this is... This is the second, you know, this is the second cocktail party that's been canceled. And I feel like it's because of drama and like we had to bring up this toxicity and bullying last time. And now we have not had two cocktail parties. And Katie was like, didn't care at all. He just kind of brushed it off. Yeah, no. So then we get to the actual rose ceremony. You left out last week that Abigail got the group date rose. She got the group date rose? Yeah. And you didn't tell me that because they got to the rose ceremony and Kit... Okay, well, clearly I didn't remember that. Who else had the one-on-one? I don't know, but... Someone else. I literally cannot remember for the life of me who else got the one-on-one. Rachel. That's why I blocked it from my memory. They all had roses. Um, So then he sends home any guesses to who he sent home. It's okay if you don't. Um... No, any of Catalina? She's already gone. <laughs> I think. I didn't see her at all in this episode. I think she's already okay. gone. Okay. Then I have no idea. He's at home, Ryan. Okay. She had the really curly hair from New York. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Answer. She was Brittany. New. The new girl who was at the center of all the drama. No, are you kidding me? And Maggie. <gasps> yeah. Justice for Maggie. I they I saw none of her this season, yeah. and she is like the most interesting person on that show. Yes, the most interesting person I have seen in seasons, and she got crumbs. Mm-hmm. <gasps> that's so upsetting. Yeah. So that's the end of the rose ceremony. Three girls get sent home, and MJ. Then we get the first date card. Chris Harrison comes in. First date card. It is for Piper's one-on-one. And the title or whatever, the hint is tonight is worth the wait. So we're going to get ready for that. Oh, my God. That took multiple detours before we get there. I'm sorry. My first detour is that. So I went to a Catholic high school and obviously they pushed purity culture on us. And one thing that they did. Yeah, that sentence really got me. Yeah. One thing that they did was on Valentine's Day, the group of. Uh, what are they called? The people. So at 
Catholic mass. Ask me Catholic things. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know if you had any similar thing. The acolytes. Acolytes. Um. So those words mean nothing to me. So at Catholic mass, there's like the priests doing the mass, and then there's acolytes, which are like usually it's boys from the school that are like helping by like carrying up stuff or following behind the priest and Alter handing boys. him a towel. Altar boys. I don't know what an acolyte is. An acolyte is something else. Anyways, um, but altar boys. So the altar boys club bought a single rose for every single girl in the school on Valentine's Day. And they gave Haley's face right now is pure pain. And they gave it to us on Valentine's Day. And the rose said, you're worth the wait. Oh, that's some Catholic stuff for sure. Woo! That's Catholic energy. Ugh. Okay. Anyway, purity culture is so toxic. Okay. So bad. So hearing, if I got that on my card, I would be like self-eliminate. No, I think that's a lot about like <laughs> the school that I went to. I mean, I'm saying that as someone who grew up in purity culture, like mm-hmm. the fact that I heard tonight is worth the wait. And I was like, hello, is this a book I'm reading in 2015? <laughs> okay. So before that, Serena decides to go talk to Katie. And she comes up and she's like, I just like wanted to talk about last night. And Katie was like, or so then Serena was like, okay, sorry, let me start over. Serena's like, I just want to talk about last night. She's like, I'm tired of time continuously being taken away from me because of your antics. And I just really feel like you aren't here for Matt. And you're the only person here who's not here for Matt. And Katie was like, I'm shocked. Like, I don't know what there's to discuss. Like, I thought you were coming up to here to apologize. And then she got kind of mean girlish for me. Like, this was the first time that I was like, ooh, Katie. Like, ooh. Like, she was like, I can't help that, like, you were insecure last night. Um, and, like, you don't know what I talk about with Matt, which I agree with that. Yeah. Um, she made some good points, but the way that she delivered them was, like, a little borderline mean. Like, she said, told Serena that she was insecure. And then she, like, was like brought up the fact that like she's never actually brought up anyone's names to Matt like she told Matt about the situation in the house but has never brought up names which I think is true from what I can remember yeah um yeah. and it was just like a lot of back and forth and at like one point they were like fully yelling at each other like their voices were raised and they like showed the girls like sitting in like the like main lounge area and they like can all hear them upstairs like it was like very much yelling back and forth like I can't even tell you what they were talking about really they're just screaming. Yes. So then it doesn't really get resolved. Serena comes back downstairs and starts like telling, there's like Abigail and a few other girls, like what had happened. And then of course, Katie walks downstairs and like walks in on her and is like, don't talk about me behind my back. Um, and then they're all kind of talking and you can tell all the other girls are like, let's just let this go. And I, and I can't remember who it was, but like someone was like, I don't know why Serena, I think it was, might've been Rachel or Kit. I think it was Kit was like I don't know why Serena is so concerned with like what Katie and Matt's relationship is and Katie brought up a good point and was like if you're not willing to talk about this with Matt and like you and I have tried to talk it out and we clearly aren't going to like you just have to let this go which I was like yeah I mean that's true so first detour second detour we come back to the scene at the beginning of the episode Heather (sighs) arrives in her minivan. In her minivan. So they call Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison comes to the front gate. Chris Harrison, who he's in trouble right now. I acknowledge that. He is like acting like he's trying to get an Emmy for this performance. He is acting like he is shocked. He's like, 
he comes out. You guys can't see this because it's a podcast, but he's like got his hand over his brows. He's like, Heather? Heather Martin? He's like doing way he, too much, buddy. Listen, he saw the writing on the wall and he said, oh, no, I think something could come up that could make me lose my job. So, so I better sell it today. So I better sell it this season. I better make sure that if there is a producer for a hit daytime TV show watching, they say yeah. we're casting Chris. He went insane. So she's like, he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, so Hannah spent a lot of time with Matt in quarantine and Hannah Brown, my best friend, blah, blah, blah. And Hannah, after hanging out with Matt, told me that she thought I was the perfect, he was the perfect guy for me. And I just had to come like see this through. And she literally said, I couldn't let him get engaged if I didn't meet him. Like he can't get, I had to meet him before he got engaged. Okay. Which I'm like, this is so Had she met him? No. (gasps) Or like maybe a couple times. Like when he meet, like, so when she comes in later, like they, they maybe have been acquaintances. Like he knew her name. He like was excited to see her. So maybe like minimal, maybe like social media friends. So I apologize. Okay. Maybe she didn't meet him, but she was like, but I think she did say that. So, which all of this is like such an obvious producer ploy because to me, it's like there was a big, ch- I mean, I know we're in a pandemic and maybe she wasn't trying to travel, but something tells me that's not her reasoning. Um, there was a big chunk of time between when he, him and Hannah Brown were in the quarantine crew together and he was chosen to be the bachelor. Like, why weren't this? So it's just clearly a producer ploy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she so, could have tried to, he and Hannah first became friends in like April. <gasps> Hello. Was that Rosie? Yeah. She's pretending she's stuck on the cabinets and she's not. She got up there herself. Oh, Rosie. Um, Rosie's like, well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my own actions. the cast of this season. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so he met Hannah first in like April. So if Hannah really had said then, like, oh my God, this guy. She had all of. the first flight out there. (laughs) (laughs) She had all of May, all of June, because Matt wasn't cast until July, right? Or probably Well, I guess he was cast for Claire's. But then he. We got yeah. off of Claire's. Like, there was time. Um, so Chris was basically like, well, we have, like, a lot of COVID protocols in place. This is, like, so funny, too. And we're in the middle of filming, so I don't really know if, like, you can come onto the show. But go back to your hotel room, and I'll get it figured out, essentially. So we're going to get now into Piper's date, but just know that throughout this, throughout the group date, they're showing – they show, like, little flashes of Heather, like, quarantining in her hotel room. For a day. I mean, it wasn't that long because she comes in. I mean, obviously, they don't tell you when all of this happens, but two dates happen and then she's at the rose ceremony, which we'll get to. So, and it's like silly because like in one, she's like complaining about like how she's so bored and has already had to take one test. And I was like, play Cry Me River by Justin Timberlake. So just know that that we'll get back to that. So now we are on to Piper's date. Her one-on-one. And I have more roses and thorns. Woo! There's people coming. Let's go, baby. Let's do it. Matt picks her up in his G-Wagon. Or a G-Wagon. They have a private carnival 
fair date. The night ends with a nighttime helicopter ride. Hmm. See, the thing about the G-Wagon is I would believe that he has a G-Wagon, but then I think back to that dorm room apartment from last episode. But maybe that's why he lived in the dorm room, because he was busy paying. He spent all his money on his G-Wagon. He spent all his money on his G-Wagon in New York City parking garages. Yeah, why would you need a car in New York? I don't know. Um... But the helicopter ride does sound romantic. And usually there's like two items per day. Like there's like two parts of it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go helicopter. It's a lie. You're correct. Good job. <gasps> wow. Good job, B. Sorry. I'm texting. No, you're okay. fine. Okay. Yes. So he picks her up in a G-Wagon and it's a night date. It's a night date. Which, now that I think about it, I wonder how late they had to stay up filming this. But it's, like, pitch black when they film it, which I guess doesn't have to be that late. But they're driving in his – they're driving in a G-Wagon, which is just so funny. And then they're – so he gets, like, this field, and it's, like, pitch black, and they have these lanterns. And he's just like, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And then they get to, like, this – abandoned dark field and he's like turn on the light switch and then it's this whole ass carnival it's a whole ass fair rides That's games so fun. it's very fun now we know where all the money from last week's dates went rachel's Seriously. date and, and honestly the second one-on-one had very little money involved too so it got all used up this They're really bad date yes this date is definitely my energy like that is the kind i need like an activity I, if I was ever on the show, that would be my ideal date, I've decided. And because they, like, have to clear out the park, then you don't have to, like, wait in line or deal with yeah. annoying so things. Lines, taking near other people. Yeah. Mm, so it's ideal. fun. They play games. You know, cute montage stuff. So then they get to dinner. Sorry, I just skipped right ahead. She looks so beautiful. She has, like, a high knot. Not like mine right now. Way cuter than mine. It's, like, slicked. And, like, a smoky eye. She looked gorgeous. And she talks about how her family, like, did not talk about emotions or express themselves much. And so she's, like, had to learn how to do that herself. And it just, like, hasn't come very naturally to her. And she tells her that – she tells him that she's falling in love with him, which is very, very scary to say for her. Um, and they just have a good talk about emotions. Nothing – I mean, I have felt, like, in general – I don't know if it's just this season, but – Maybe it's now that I have to summarize them into words. Like, you think they're having these deep conversations, and then when you recap them, you're like, well, they really said about two things of substance. Yeah, it's a lot of saying stuff and very little meaning behind it. It makes me think of those TikToks that, like, are making fun of, like, the woke guy in your class where they're like, I just think we need to table this and really think about how like this idea juxtaposes what we believe to be true. And like, like, Matt, I feel like has shared way more about himself in like the one in his like one-on-one conversations with the producers than like what, like I felt like they kept beating the dead horse of like, I never had like my parents were divorced and how that's affected me, but you don't really hear him showing that with the girls that much. I don't know. So he gives her the rose and then they go dance to a random band that no one's ever heard of that I think they had on last season too. You know how they do that? They bring in these musicians and then they're like, they have to act like they're so excited when no one's ever heard of these bands. 
Yeah. I think, so. um, remember last season when they brought on someone that Victoria had dated? Oh, yeah, yeah, Victoria. That was iconic. That was actually Ooh. so funny. Um, and they say that the producers can't dig up dirt, like. Exactly. Um, so it was a good day. I just feel like in general, I have not, like, seen very many like exciting deep dates with Matt. Like he has all these like fine dates, but like I don't get the like happy, warm feelings that I've maybe gone with like watching old seasons of like couples, like watching Tyler and Hannah. <laughs> um that is our gold standard for everything. Yes. Yeah. Or even like I loved JoJo and Jordan. Um yeah. So or like Becca and Blake. So whatever. Cool. One-on-one. Okay, now we get to the group date number two. Or group date. The second date. It's a group date. It's the only group date. Okay, Roses and Thorns. Last one. Yeah, I just keep them coming. Okay. They have a bowling competition date, complete with a gutter montage. Like the ball going in the gutter over and over again. Number two. Kit drops a bowling ball on her foot and has to go home. Number three. The losers of the group competition, because there's a competition date, the losers get invited back to the cocktail party after being sent home because they lost. Um, I'm going to go with Kit. Yeah, you're right. Just because I know that they love to stir in the drama by making it a competition and then being yeah. like, okay, never mind. And then that just seeds more chaos. See, I feel and like they haven't done that in a long time. I feel like they've sent people home if they do, like they send them back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. But I think that right now they were like, okay, we got rid of MJ. That was like the last girl that was causing drama. So now we need to instigate drama yet again. Yeah. So. So they, it's a bowling date. They show up and they're bowling. Abigail is like talking about how important this date is and how important it is to get time. And she's like, because hometowns are coming up soon. And I was like, there's still 10 of y'all. That's like at least two more weeks, but okay. But I guess in that time, time, yeah, in in their time, and I feel like there's still people that to me are like, like, why is Jasenia still there? Why is Serena still there? Yeah, there's still so many people that we haven't seen. Those two to me feel like, even like I hate to say it, Chelsea. Okay, and Abigail, honestly. Okay, so they're bowling and. They're just having a great time. Everyone seems to be in a good mood. They're laughing. They're bowling. Chris Harrison comes in, of course, and makes it a contest. Losing team goes home. So it was the two teams were Serena, Michelle, Chelsea, and Jacinia. Serena P. Michelle, Chelsea, and Jacinia. And the losing team, oh, <laughs> the other team oh. was Abigail, Serena P., Rachel, Kit, and Brie. Okay. So Abigail is like, okay, so that team loses. So Serena, Michelle, Chelsea, Jacinia win. Abigail is feeling really disheartened. They keep kind of showing Abigail, but everyone was really disheartened because like the whole theme of this episode has been like how they're all not getting enough time with him. And this just, again, is like their time's getting taken away from them. So they're all super bummed. So then they get into the cocktail party. The four that won are like so excited. They like keep saying like, we're just going to get so much time with him. The odds of us getting, you know, it's one in four odds that we're going to get the road. Like I could get the group date rows. It's just tons and tons about how good it is to be in a smaller group for the group date. 
The girls are back home. They're sad at the mansion. And Chris brings in a date card that says, I need this time with you guys. You guys are invited to come to the group date. So then they walk in and they're all pissed. But it was, it really wasn't that dramatic because I could tell like the girls that walked in didn't come in all cocky. And the girls that were there like knew it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't like the girl's decision. I mean, they were mad, but it wasn't like very catty or anything. So they show him having some deep conversations with Chelsea, um, Serena, P, and Michelle. That's kind of really the only conversations they show. Any guesses on who gets the group date, Rose? I'm going to say Michelle. Correct. (gasps) Really? That makes me really happy. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer because they showed Chelsea's last and she seemed to really be opening up to him. And then she was like, I really would like to get that rose to be affirmed. So that was kind of a bummer. Oh, that is a bummer. I'm sorry, Chelsea. Mm -hmm. I'd give you my rose, Chelsea. Next up, we... So, who has the other one-on-one? Have you done the deduction there? Who has the other one-on-one? Katie. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, of course, Serena C. is like, I hope she gets sent home, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, before Katie and Matt's date, Matt and Tyler meet up. And they're just, it was literally like two minutes long. I was like, what the heck? But I'll tell you why. So, they have a little bro conversation. Just talking it out. A line from Matt. Katie's the one who had the cactus-sized vibrator when she stepped out of the limo. I'm like, where's that personality? Like, we never get to see that. We never see that. And he's like, she's just really apologetic, like unapologetically herself. And it's like what I really like about her, which really is like what makes Katie and Katie. So Tyler. So then and then Matt says something about like just not knowing if him and Katie have enough time to like make up for like some of the other relationships he has. And Tyler's like, you just need to be open to all relationships, like no matter how late they form, like when I was on The Bachelor, like, our relationship was kind of a slow burn. And I was like, what are you talking about? I feel like Tyler was a front runner from the get-go. I feel like those two wanted to jump each other's bones yes. from the minute they saw each other. Like, Ty- it was Tyler, Jed, and and Luke P. from, like, the beginning. Yeah. And, and maybe that's mm-hmm. projecting from my Yeah, maybe I'm looking back, like, maybe hindsight's twenty twenty, but... But I definitely feel like people were like, oh, my God, Tyler C. is a dreamboat. Yeah, because he is. I don't know. So. Mm. Okay, get ready for this. I couldn't even make this into Roses and Lies because I, it just is what it is. So Katie shows up at men. He's like, do you know where we are? And she's like, the spa. So you think, oh, they're going to have a spa date. And he says. Actually, my good friend Tyler is here to get a massage, so we're going to prank him. So they literally, impractical joker style, like are in a back room and they have an actress who's playing the masseuse and she has an earpiece and they're like um, telling her things to do. This is such a good date for Katie. Yes. I actually literally wrote the note. This is actually a really good date for Katie. They're just like laughing their butts off, whispering things in his ear, in in the girl's ear. It wasn't as funny as I thought it could be. Like they had her like, I mean, they had her like literally get on top of him and like use this like foam roller up his head. And like. Do you think that it was a nod to the iconic Tyler C. Hannah B. 
massage yeah, date. Yeah, a little bit. They also and had the girl. This was actually moment. really funny. They had a girl. No, that was Peter. Oh, the massage date. Sorry, I was thinking the massage the day. Date. You know. Oh, I was sorry. Of those are two very. I think those were like in the same episode. Those were like two, of the two very, yeah, very, very steamy, steamy moments. Yeah, good for Hannah. So good for at Hannah. one point they did have the masseuse like, <laughs> like aunt. She's like, sorry, I have to take this call really quick. And it was Katie on the phone, and she was like, "Hey, you'll never believe who I'm giving a massage to right now." Tyler, Stephen, Bachelor. So it's pretty funny. And then at the end, like Matt came in and like started rubbing him and then yeah so it was like funny she met tyler they also okay two things i forgot to mention when he comes in he wasn't wearing a mask and i was like hello so this, i'm like okay either this wasn't a prank i had to have not He's actually, just... like he, he was in on it because you don't walk into a spa but and then the yeah. the, the actors didn't have one on either like the masseuse. You're seeing through the bachelor facade. And it's all the rose-colored glasses have been fully taken off. Exactly. Now it like makes more sense why the Tyler Matt bit was so short because then there's this whole thing with Tyler. Okay. Great date for Katie. Then we get to the dinner portion. And she says that like what was missing in her previous relationships was someone who like is playful. And I was like, are you just saying that because you just did a very playful date or what? But okay. Mm. And she says, yeah, sure. When her last year's relationship was, and she says three years ago. And he, she like really thought that he might've been the one, but something was just missing. And then ever since that relationship, she feels like she is like really good at like, she's almost gotten not picky. That's not the right word, but just really like selective and, like, notices red flags really quickly. She's, like, I maybe even notice them, like, too quickly and I'm too quick to communicate them. And then, they like, show the girls back at the mansion. And it's just, like, that classic situation where they're, like, leading up to, like, that she's not going to get a rose. And, like, they show Katie talking a bunch and Matt's not talking. And Katie's talking about how much she loved this date. And then he picks up the rose but then says that their relationship – he picks it up and then is, like, our relationship is not basically saying their relationship is not where his other relationships are and that he can't get her the rose. He can't give her the rose and he walks her out. Well, no wonder it's not where it is with the other people. Like, and she just, she like takes it really, really well and basically just seems really sad and seems like she's just bummed that like she didn't get a fair shot. She doesn't say bad. She just feels like, She's really good at – she was just like, I know what I'm worth, and I feel like he didn't get to see that, and I know that I'm, like, worth more than this. Very much like a Hannah Brown send-home. Mm-hmm. A bachelorette send-off, baby. So that was the second one-on-one. And they come in and get her suitcase, and Serena C is, like, so happy. So come back from a commercial break right away. Heather Martin is standing in a white dress looking at herself in the – in the mirror and it's like a full villain intro like they are setting the storyline up they have like evil music playing yeah it was like um what's her name didn't that happen earlier in the season yeah when sarah earlier in the season like went to tell him something it was like full villain music and she's like i can just see myself marrying him and i'm like what is happening right now like i move too fast i make wedding plans with the boy i see at trader joe's but like what is happening? I don't confess those on national television, okay? Just on my podcast. So then, of course, I just love the way that the producers have the same formula for every episode. 
Like they, the way I will say, however, this is an actual genuine compliment. The way that they can make so much of the drama so predictable, but then leave just enough to leave you hooked. They have Kit, literally Kit is like, I'm just, the last two row ceremonies have been canceled because of drama. And I'm just like, so excited that tonight's going to be back to normal. And they say like, they have multiple other girls say that. I'm like, I hate y'all. So they're just like, the row ceremony, the cocktail party is starting off just fine. And then before we get to Heather coming in, they show Matt and Brie making out. And Brie is wearing, like, this beautiful, like, red lip. It's, like, so gorgeous on her, especially, like, her skin tone. And they're, like, making out. And they come they like come apart. And it's, like, all over her face, all over his face. It was no. so funny. As someone who, like, loves a power lip, that's another reason I couldn't go on the show. Exactly. Yeah. So it was very funny. Okay. So then – the girls are all just, like, sitting in, like, I guess it's the hotel lobby. I don't know. You know, they're chatting. And Heather just walks in, and they're all like, wait, who is that? Wait, that's what we don't In a dress. Is. First of all, she walks in and can't get the revol- revolving door to open. <laughs> so she has to, like, they, like, left this whole scene in. She has to, like, put, it's not, like, it's not, like, rotating. It's, like, she's just, like, keeps having to push it. It was so funny. I also saw that there was a weird shot of her getting ready where like she's trying to put her foot in the shoe and it won't go in really. oh, I, I know what the shot you're talking about is I didn't notice yeah. that but or it was like it was taking a while to get like a pinky toe in it was just weird so first that happens then she walks into the lobby and just like it's like kind of like coyly like smiling at all the girls doesn't say a word just like kind of smiles at them like acknowledges all of them but does not say a single word and then just takes a sharp left and goes to find Matt. And they're all like, what's going on? They're like, did I just see a ghost? It was so weird. And all the girls are, of course, freaking out. A lot of them are like, who is that? And I'm like, how do y'all, do people really go on the show having never seen it? Imagine the shade of Imagine that. not knowing a single, like, imagine not knowing every single person that's been on Bachelor Nation for the last five years. So, Couldn't be Haley. He's talking to Piper and she walks in behind him. So he can't see her. And then she's like, can I talk to Matt? I don't know. She says something. And he is just like in pure shock. He starts like laughing hysterically. Like he's just like, what, Heather? Like he's just laughing. And then he goes, Piper, I just need to talk to her for a few minutes. And Piper, if looks could kill, she gives him, she, it was so funny. And I'm also like Piper, sister. You have a rose. Yeah, she has a rose. Which brings me to my next point. She literally comes out to her friends and she's just like being fun, kind of goofy, I think. But she's like, what the heck is going on? And then she in the like camera to the camera, she's like, I've been waiting all week to talk to Matt. And I was like, and I love Piper, but I'm like, what are you talking about? Unless they edited this extremely poorly. You literally just had a one-on-one. Yeah. What? So Matt? Then they sit down and you don't really get to see like what where their conversation goes. She like I think she maybe like says one thing and then it's the end of the episode and all the girls are freaking out. <sighs> so next week you like see a preview and it's really really hard to decipher if she stays past that night. Yeah, because they like show her crying later saying that all the girls are being really mean and like I mean oh, I remember like Chelsea and some others were like, if he keeps her, like, what does that say? Like, 
to the relationships that have already like started like does mm-hmm. he not see it with any of us so lots of drama next week but also so the previous had a lot of drama but they also like it seems like we were finally getting into some like meat of relationships good except but also the drama that comes from that like the drama is no longer like girl to girl it's like my relationship you're threatening my relationship something you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. guess it's a one-on-one next week who hasn't gone one yet that's still there serena one of the serenas both the serenas two-on-one with the serenas here's who has not gotten a one-on-one but still there abigail serena c Mm. and jesenia okay i'm gonna say abigail Jasenia, interesting. Like, this girl has not. I've been. I've not seen this girl in one episode until this week. No, no. I'm like, who does does he send home Abigail this week? Um, Abigail and Serena C. Is he gonna send home Kit? No, because there was she was in the previews. Kit's packing her bags back to the big city. Um, I didn't discuss this in the tea roundup but i feel it must be said um hannah ann has to be spiraling she her career as a florist fashionista and foodie foodie is being attacked by none other than kit and i think kit has more grounds i mean she's the daughter of cynthia rowley she's she's got a one-up on her fashion wise she apparently loves to cook so much that that's her date. And she was putting some pretty expensive flowers into a vase on IG the other day. So, Hannah Ann, what's your response? Yeah, so I just, I'm nervous that Abigail might be going home. I know. But they did have, like, one preview of her in the next episode. But then I'm like... But I is mean, that something from last week? Exactly. And I'm like, looking at who else is here, like... He like the only other person I could see him sending home would be Chelsea. I feel like um, hometowns are really going to sneak up on us. Yeah. What do they do for hometowns now that everyone is quarantined? Bring in their families. Okay. Interesting. I feel like that's really going to sneak up. Like it's funny because they say that that's safer, but it's really if you think about it, having three people fly on a plane instead of two. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess you have fly production. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I don't know. That's they have Zoom but, family meetings. Yeah, that'd be cute. But anyway, so that is the episode. I'm really interested to see who goes home next week. Really interested to see how the Heather drama plays out. I my guts is that she just goes home. So I think next week we will obviously return, perhaps with a guest. Hopefully with a guest. So you guys don't have to listen to just our voices, even though that is kind of what you signed up for with this podcast. I know. Thank you all for listening to us. We have over 100 IG followers and over 100 listens on this, which is insane to me. I'm like, I don't know if I know 100 people. It's crazy. 100 people listening to us because I know I've only listened to this like every time. So that's like minus seven. It's really 90 um, listeners, but... So 90 listeners, but we're grateful for that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, folks, 
We'll see you next week. Well, not see you. We'll hear you. No, you'll hear us. Okay, love you guys. Goodbye, everyone. Love you.